Hi, this is Karen Allen from Animal House and Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you're listening to The Claws Corner. Welcome to the latest episode of The Claws Corner. Today's guest is a writer. Her latest book is entitled The Yaw Step into 2020, which is the first in the Yaw series books. Fictional characters and relatable stories with humor and cuteness. Magical creatures, unique characters, great for all coffee-loving creatures. With that being said, please welcome Carrie Fulton to the Claws Corner. Carrie, how are you? Good. How is everybody else? Hello. Doing great. I'm so glad to have you on the show. I've known you for maybe, what, a couple of years. I think you originally saw me doing comedy. Is that correct? That is correct. Yep. And then you reached out to me because you were interested in uh, coming out with your own book and you want to know how I did it. So we became friends and you did it. You, you went right past me. You have your own series. You're in Barnes. So we're going to get into all of that. So first of all, I mentioned the name of the book is The Yaws Step into 2020. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. What's it about? What's the premise of that book? Well, basically, there it's like a book full of uh, short stories, like short stories that the Yaws get into, the characters get into, like little maybe three-part stories or real short stories, you know, kind of a whole book. Okay, well, let's start even before that. What's a Yaw? Yaw. Yaw is like a magical horse. He's like a, I'll, say, I'll show you. Yeah, let's see it. See, I don't know if you can see it with the camera Just, uh, or not. Pull it back a little bit. It's a little blurry. Uh, yeah. It's still blurry. It's but... still blurry. But what anyways. Is, during <laughs> post, I'll put up a picture of it. There we go. Yeah, that's fine. Basically, it's, you know, it's a horse-like creature. And uh, they're yaws. They love metal. They love destruction. They love to destroy things. And they're magical creatures. They might be aliens, but... Um, there's we're still, we're still we're still trying to figure that out really all right so i have to ask you where did you come up with this idea oh i've had this idea since i was since uh i was little i mean i had this since uh 1988 with my sister and we wow. used to do little uh, drawings on the um super nintendo mario paint and we record stuff make little movies and things of what the Oz would say the characters should say. So you, did you draw this as a child? You came yes. up with these characters? Yes, me and my sister both did. So to keep yourself occupied, you would make up these stories. Give me an example. I mean, you could, I, I don't want you to give away this book, but give me an example of what you all would do. Because I mentioned in the intro, they're coffee loving creatures. Oh yes, well, them yaws, they would just go into the uh, garden and they'll go eat everything in sight. Everything, just even a scarecrow, they would eat anything they wanted to eat. So, but sometimes they get kind of, um, you know, kind of the, the cats, there's cats also, and they kind of make the yaws um, forget what they're doing for a minute, distract them. So are they good or are they bad? The yaws are, they're, they're, they're bad behavior, but they're good because they help um, heal the other humans around with uh, crystals that are found on their, their unique island. 
So, so where do they, they, you say they live in the garden? Uh, no, they live out in the pasture. They're, they live out in the fields. She has like a farm like setting where she lives, where the Oz live on the farm. And uh, they're in, they go in, in the house, out at the house. They're everywhere. They just, wherever they, where they want to go, cause destruction. But people don't care because the Yaws help them out with um, healing from the gems that they collect from their islands. So they don't really care. Well, I, I like their I like their style. They'll destroy <laughs> everything in sight, but then they uh, they heal you, so everything's good. Oh yes. <laughs> How big are these creatures? They're about the size of a, a, a pit bull. Pit bull? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. They're that big. Yeah, they're that big. Yeah. yeah, they that would do a lot of destruction in it. <laughs> yes, but they love metal. That's their favorite. Metal. metal. Is, it, is that like their spinach? Like like for Popeye? Gives them their power? They just they just prefer the taste of cars compared to anything else, really. That's like their ice cream. I'm still amazed at how old were you when you came up with this idea? Were you like eight, five eight years old? Eight years old. And uh do you I know this is going to be a whole series. We're going to talk about that. Do you have any other characters that you came up with as a child that you're going to also release sometime in the future? Oh, the characters I came up with as a child was, you know, basically the main character, Carrie, you know, green shirt, coffee lover. Mm -hmm. And uh, her husband is CR, Charles Richards, who I based on an actual person I was had a crush on in uh elementary school <laughs> so my sister used that and she turned him into a character so, now did she help you with this book or is this all you no it's all me but uh, the stories we've some of the some of the stories we we've done together but a lot of times i've 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 done them myself right, so, so what's your um what's your writing process do you do that do you create the pictures first and then write the story around that or do you write the story and then um create the illustrations afterwards oh no <laughs> it's all it's all th comes to me in thoughts and i jot them down on paper and um to how i like it and then i'll go and draw it out in a special ink and all that stuff the final final work did you ever have any training in drawing or did you just, uh, are you self-taught self-taught Wow, that's impressive. Because I, I did uh, see the book. It's very impressive. I, I enjoyed it very much. So I highly recommend buying any of the Oz. Carrie Fulton, go out and buy it. You, we're going to talk about more stuff, but where right now can people find that book? They can find it on barnesandnoble.com. It's a print-on-demand service. Mm -hmm. How did you get it in Barnes & Noble? I think it was just an exclusive at the time. So you, you approached them and said, I'd like to uh, have my book in your store. And they said, it no, I went through the self-published way from oh. uh, Ingram Spark Corporation. Okay. So was that similar to KDB, Kindle yes. Direct Publishing? Yes. Yeah, because that's what I did with my book. And uh, I don't, I did have, uh, I did a uh, book signing at Barnes & Noble and I had the, the physical book in one of a couple of the stores, but then I don't know, for some reason, once they sold out, they, they didn't reorder them because because it's print on demand and they said they had to go through their pub their uh publisher whatever it was they went they couldn't do it so you can find your book at barnes noble what about amazon yes it's i believe it's on amazon too and it's also on target it's at books a million 
Wow. Um, so it's got a few places where it's at. I've even seen it on eBay for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> How much are they selling it on eBay? Are they making good 16, money? I think $16. I don't know. That's more than what I ask. <laughs> Do you have any merchandise for this with this book? Like t-shirts, hats? Uh, I, would, I would love that. But yeah, I think I'm going to go into a clothing line of the Oz because I've uh, seen a company where I can go do that with. I, I just love to go into the clothing. Well, what took you so long that you came up with this child or a story as a child and you're finally publishing now? Did you attempt to do this in the past? No, because I was always afraid it wasn't good enough. I was afraid that it was just drawings and nobody would really care about it. But friends of the past and, you know, kids as little kids, as I was reading them to kids growing up, they, they seemed to like the characters. So I thought, might as well get them out there. 21 Pilots convinced me to get them out there by not shying away of getting an idea, just doing it, put it out there, get it done. And that's, that's how I did it. Several years ago, I was part of a writing group and um, I taught one of the classes and the, the subject of my class was perfection is the death of good. And I'll tell you what I mean, because I had so many people in my class that were saying, oh, I don't know if my book's good enough. I, I said, you're never going to get it perfect. Just get it as good as you think you can get it and then put it out and then move on with the next. Because they were writing their book when I came in. I didn't even start anything. By the time I came up with the idea, finished it published it, sold it, did several book signings. They were still on that same book. I kept telling them, I said, you can't worry what other people think. Just do, if you like it, you will find people that like it and you will find an audience. And it appears that you already found your audience. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, who, who would be your demographic? I'd say anybody that's an outsider, really people that feel like they're not good enough. Definitely people for positivity and body positivity. I want to go into the movement of self-love because I have that problem as well with self-esteem and self-issues. So I think it's important for me to get that out there as much as I can to make the world a better place. I love it. I love it. I'm inspired already. <laughs> Do you find that writing this helps you with your self-esteem? Oh, yes, definitely. So I don't know some of the adventures that Yaws go on, but were these, were some, I know they're fictional. There's no way that these characters, well, I'm not going to say that. These characters can exist in whatever universe that you want it to exist in. But do some of the stories come from real life? Yes. Do Mostly, they? almost all of them do. Can you give my viewers an example of, I know you said that they like to destroy things, then they like to heal things. Can you give my viewers an example of what a yaw would do in one okay, of your stories well, i'll go i'll go into the story where he break the air, where he breaks the air conditioner you know because he's jealous of the air conditioner and he breaks it you know because you know that time was when my power went out and i thought of this yaw that made the power out go out like power out of jaw i named him mm -hmm. because it was like i had end start at the time the power went out and i was like oh no yaw did it so I've made it into a little story, yep. you know, with him killing the air conditioner because he got jealous of it. And then, you know, he goes outside and he sees this girl and he gives her powers of zapping ability because he got startled. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, they cause destruction with them, you know, setting things on fire, 
eating stuff they're not supposed to. You know, that's that's just what they do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so how long is the average story? Two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. So in that in that book, um, do you have more than one story in there, or is this? Uh, yeah, I have a few. I mean, there's short stories? stories, but I have a few. Yeah. Oh, good. My next ones consists of the same, basically same kind of style where I have at least a few stories in here, and um, I'd say about three or four each usually. So. All right. So growing up, what was your inspiration? Who, like, as, as a being a writer. Who, who did you look up to and say, you know, I want to be just like that when I grow up? I would say definitely the uh, the writer of uh, White Fang. Who is it? White Fang. I forget. Fang? Who, uh, oh, the writer of White Fang. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know yes, what you're talking about. I can't, yes. I can't remember the name, but I do know what you're talking about. So uh, do, what about, were you a big fan of Dr. Seuss? No. Not, not at all? You really didn't like Dr. Seuss? No, but I do like uh, DJ McHale's work. Yep. I like his creepiness I and mean, all the creepiness vibes. I love so I like it. to incorporate that, you know, incorporate that as well, you know. So you're, you're more on the dark side. I like that. Yes. <laughs> See, I like Dr. Seuss. I thought it was just funny. I'm not, I, I mean, I know all the, the major ones. Like my favorite out of his is probably The Grinch. I just love that. And maybe it's more because I like Boris Karloff and I like the cartoon and the music and everything. So, but I'll have to, I'll have to check out the, uh, the writer that you just, uh, mentioned i want to check and see if because I, I do like more of the dark side myself when it comes to yeah, uh movies books <laughs> what was that he's an amazing person amazing amazing writer and director and yeah. what has he done that i would know well he did the uh ghost Rider series on pbs and okay. then he also did uh are you afraid of the dark on nickelodeon oh. the series okay so yes yeah. all right so and now Kid demographic, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely, I didn't re recognize the name, but I know exactly what you're talking about when you said, are you afraid of the dark? Are you a plotter or a panther? Meaning, do you plot the whole story out and have an idea in your head exactly what you're going to do? Or do you sit down and just write, like, from the seat of your pants? Yeah, I just write from the seat of my pants. So when you sit down, you have no idea. You don't need to be inspired. You, you could just sit down anytime, any day, and come up with an idea. Did you ever get to a point in the middle of the story where you just said, I have no idea where this is going to go? What, yes. what do I want right next? That was my last writer's block. And what do you do to cure that? Find interesting people to help you get out of it <laughs> and drink coffee. <laughs> I can see um, from, we're going to talk about your YouTube channel, but your name is Carrie Coffee. So you're a huge coffee fan, coffee drinker. Yes. <laughs> Well, speaking of that, let's talk about your YouTube channel because I see on your your handle is Carrie Coffee, and you do have videos on there of the Oz. Yes, I do. So let's talk about what people can see if they go onto your YouTube channel and what the name of your YouTube channel is, so people can subscribe to it. I believe it's uh, Carrie Coffee, isn't it? Yeah, Carrie yeah. Coffee. All right. So tell me about some of the videos that you have on there. Well, but basically. They're all videos I made on Windows Media Paint, you know, how everyone loves the Paint app. Well, I tried to do the Yaws on that format, and I had a drawing tablet at the time, so I figured it was another way to make it videos of them, some sort of, you know, animation. So they're just 
silly things, songs, stories, other just are the yaws and the characters just being the wacky selves. Are they acting out stories from the books or is it original adventures? Uh, original adventures and uh, acting out parodies of other things. Okay. And who does the voices? I do. You do it all. You're a one woman show, huh? Yes. I love it. <laughs> but let's talk about how your book became published. You, as I mentioned, you called me up, you asked if I knew anybody and I got you in touch with a friend of mine who I interviewed on this show, Tiffy McKay. Yes. So let, let's tell, tell me who she is and how she helped you get this book in the Barnes Noble Target and Amazon. Well, she's a pretty amazing person. She writes other children's books. And uh, she said, you really don't need a lot being an author. Like, I thought you needed everything to be an author, but apparently not. It's just <laughs> simple. And, uh, you know, I, I got a computer. I get the files in the PDF. And, you know, she says, go use this site in Graham Spark. And that's what I used to get it out there and publish, self-published. How long did this first book came? I mean, I know you had this idea when you were a child. How long did it take you once you got in touch with Tiffy to uh, release your first book? I would say August. I started trying to reach you guys in August. Mm -hmm. And then I got published on October 31st. Wow, that's not a long time at all. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about some of the other books that you already have planned. One is the Yaws Coffee Creatures Colored in Kindness. Yep. And then another one's called the Yaws, the Mysterious People Island. Oh yes, that one's gonna be fun. Come on, come on, don't keep me in suspense. What's it gonna be about? The People Island is the, the island they're tricking Carrie to go to because they know they're from that island. And um, they're gonna, there's a haunted dress there that likes to put thoughts in the yaw's heads. They like to bury people in the sand and yeah, it's creepy. And that's gonna be a story on all on its own. When, do you have an idea when that's gonna be released? Probably within the next year. I'm almost done with my second book, Colored Kindness. What's that about? Um, basically it's about, um, this character, um, Courtney, she uh, has this yaw that helps her make coffee, special edition coffee for her, special edition um, coffee shop called Coffee Hut, which everything is solid gold, a solid gold coffee shop that she's a spokesperson for. Mm -hmm. And um, then there's also other, you know, cute little short stories about other things and cats and, uh, or stuff like that. What can hurt a yaw? I don't know. <laughs> they, sound, they sound pretty um, indestructible. So I'm curious to see if they have any, anything that can destroy it. Not destroy, but distract. Distract? Yeah. What would be the biggest distraction? Cats. Cats, you did say that. Because they give the cats wings also. I'm finding out more and more about these every time I ask you a question. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> do they interact well with humans? I know. Yes. 
They do. Yes, because they, you know, they have the healing thing about them where they can heal a person's illness. So it's very similar to, well, actually, no, I was going to say it's very similar to the cat in um, Dr. Sleep, but the cat in Dr. Sleep basically knew when somebody was going to die. So it was the exact opposite. They, they were the premonition of death. The yaws can cure you. Yeah. So they can cure diseases. Yes, they can. All right. You know what? I, I, I want to be friends with the yaws too. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I want to live a long life. I want to talk about some of the other things you do because you also are a writer, but not one to rest on your laurels. You're also an actress. I want to yeah. talk about, have you seen my son? <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what is that? What is, have you seen my son? Oh, that's a, that's a play we're rehearsing for the um, Pleasant Hill Baptist Church in Troutville. Okay. And uh, it's, it's a nice little Passover event that we're having at the church. And what do you play in that? Mother of uh, Barbarous. Is Barabbas. It, have you acted in many other plays before? As a kid, but mainly, mainly I just like acting, voice acting. I like voice acting. That's fun. Ah, let's like talk about that. Doing that because um, I'm not sure if you know how I met Tiffy was that she and I are part of something called Nutmeg Junction, where it's a radio show that we do different voices for uh, original radio serials. Wow. Paying homage to the old radio serials of the 40s and the 50s, like Flash Gordon and other things like that. I don't know if she told you about that. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. No, it's, it's on, uh, we have to have shout out right now to uh, Joseph Timothy Quirk, who all, not only writes, produces, directs, puts it out in all the radio stations. We're on everywhere from New Zealand, I think, um, Australia could be wrong about that, but it's definitely New Zealand is one of them. Basically, Canada, all over the U.S. So, do you, for your voices, do you have you done any radio work? <laughs> I would love that, but no, I never have. I don't know how to go about doing that. All right, well, I will get in touch with uh, Joseph Timothy Quirk and see if he can, because you know, I know he is a great guy and he works with everybody. So, I have a feeling that if I talk to him. You might have a part for you. Oh, I love that stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a phrase for you. I want, I want your opinion on this. What does exercise your head right mean to you? Basically coming up with the um, storm of the mind, the creative process, your bubble. And it's like a thunderbolt on paper. And that means exercising your mind and writing. So basically you're saying your muse. Yes. What's your biggest inspiration? Like coffee. Coffee? coffee. Do you but, have uh, a 21 pilots and Billy Eilish also? Ah. I mentioned them in my book too. What was that? I mentioned them in my book also in okay. writing. So they are they your favorites? Yes. Have you ever seen her in concert? Not yet, but I want to. And I couldn't go to the Twilight Pilots one because I, I was nine months pregnant at the time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm sure I, I have a feeling she's going to be around for a long time. So you'll have plenty of other times to see her. Oh, yes. So Billie Eilish, coffee. Uh, do you... Right. Well, I guess what's next and where can people find you? 
What do you mean? What? What do you mean? Like what? We already know what I mean. We talked about the series is coming up, so we have that coming up. We have the YouTube channel. Uh, where where can people find you? So I know you said you mentioned in the beginning of the interview some of the different places. I want to go over once again so people can buy up all the uh, merchandise. I see. Well, I guess you can get in touch with me on Facebook because I have a Facebook. I check every day, and uh, definitely email. Okay. Well, what's the what's the Facebook? Is it Carrie Fulton? F U L T O N. Yes. And what's the email? It's uh, Mistress Carrie Sazer at yahoo.com. What is that? Mistress Carrie Sazer at yahoo.com. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Um, no, but it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, I'm really looking forward to I, I did read, you sent me something a while ago, um, probably about a year ago. Yes, was that the book that's published? <laughs> yes. That was the book, yeah. All right, so yeah. once again, all my viewers out there, go out, check out Carrie Coffee, her YouTube channel, check out her books at any of the places that she mentioned, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon. You will not be disappointed. Carrie Coffee, thank you very much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Look thanks forward for to hearing some more from you. That wraps up the latest episode of The Claws Corner. A huge thanks goes out to writer and actress Carrie Fulton for taking time out of her extremely busy schedule to be a guest on my show. I also need to thank John Bristol of Elmwood Productions for always doing a superb job editing the show each and every week and making it available to all. I am also extremely grateful for the hard work and dedication of Joseph Timothy Quirk and Rob Bull for making my show available on several Connecticut radio stations, as well as Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. It is greatly appreciated. Lastly, but definitely not least, I need to thank you, the viewer, for always tuning in. Enjoy your day, everyone. Diaphragm again? <laughs> ha! We caught one. They're supposed to be weird. Oh, yeah, no. If you say so. I've always wanted to be in a movie. Waiting around for all the, waiting around for all the